Yes, sir. Welcome back. Welcome back, y'all, to EOTMRadio.com. I'm Carla Beef, and I have my partner in justice, so to speak, co-host Gerald E. Rose, holding the program down. With me tonight, we have some good stuff that we'll be sharing with y'all. Um, best believe that, and I'm excited to be back here with you, Gerald. How, how's it going in Atlanta? Oh, man, I'm very excited. It's been busy. You know, again, if you want to um, be a part of our program tonight, please call 718-664-6543. Uh, just been busy, Carla. You know, we're preparing for our first annual Black and White Gala uh, this Saturday. Yeah. We're going to have the Dale Phonics. Um, my dad wow. going to come in and speak. Uh-huh. Yeah, share Vicky Hill. Uh, it's going to be a night of entertainment, plus networking. You know, I'm excited. Right, right. The word is getting out, you know, so we're, we're just excited. Of course, we have some human rights issues that we're working on. I mean, we can have fun time, but it's all the way back to business. Uh, we are working on a situation in Evansville, Indiana, where a young lady was attacked at her job. And um, it was uh, a brutal attack. Uh, uh, the the manager of the of the place said, um, been doing some racial slurs towards this. Of course, we're still talking about the Jordan Davis case. We had a chance yeah. to, to meet with the mother last year uh, about the situation. So, again, uh, it's just a lot going on. I just want to thank my New Order family that's being there for me. We started a nice outreach youth department on every Tuesday at our alternative school. So instead of talking about it, you got to be about it, and we just got a lot going on. Again, if you want right. to be a part of tonight's show, please call in at 718-664-6543. And, again, Danielle Elliott that you talked to who uh, travels a lot, she's in L.A. You know, she just went to Seattle, so I'm, I'm coming. I am coming, so just be patient. That's I would love to come out to L.A. and get some things going. Right, right. It's so crazy. It's so many things that's going on in the world today. Oh. What's going on with the I mean, what do you – it's like uh, it's something's in the water or, or something. You know, it's like these cases you're hearing about all the time. What's going on? What, what's your thoughts? Well, of course, we're still um, about the Jordan Davis case that took place, the verdict, which I don't understand. I think he should have been convicted of murder. Uh, the ongoing situation going on with Kendrick Johnson case. Uh, and also, uh, it's just ongoing, ongoing. There is a situation in Statesboro, Georgia, uh, but at the last minute, we are a professional organized organization. If you don't have your ducks in order, we don't just step into anything. You know, so there is a restaurant there is that's serving just whites only, you know. So uh, a lot going on. Uh, the continues of school bullying is going on. You know, we using our, we're losing our young people on a day-to-day basis because of violence. Carla, you know, you're me, I always said the black-on-black um, black black crime is continuing going on. You know, so, uh, again, we must be proactive, stand being reactive when you address these issues um, nationwide. I'm just glad that, um, that that I have a team that's willing to do the work. Again, we were just profiled in the USA Today. I think you've seen that, didn't you? Yeah, congratulations on that. Yeah, yes, some hard that's work. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's next Tuesday. Right. But you know what's funny? Next Tuesday I'm going to be speaking in Cartersville, Georgia. This is when you're being watched. Uh, I got a call from a, uh, my press secretary and reporter yesterday saying that uh, I would like to interview over the phone about you speaking in, in, in Cartersville, Georgia, which I didn't mind that. But my question is, we didn't even send out official press release, Carla, to let right. people know that I was coming out there. And then, I guess, you never know who's watching. 
Exactly. It goes with the territory. Right. It goes with the territory. You know, that's why we must continue mm-hmm. to keep God first, only thing that we're doing. And, again, as a as an organized, dedicated, dependable staff that I have, we're just doing the work nationwide. That's great. That's definitely great. I want to um, touch on something really quick, okay. um, and it's what's going on in Florida, and it's with the, uh, the Stand Your Ground Law. Correct. I don't know. I want you to explain to the, to the people because I, I think there's a lot – a miscommunication when it comes to certain things um, like laws being passed. And these laws that get passed, you know, there is a voting system. So these people are voting mm-hmm. or they're not voting. So mm-hmm. share, with, share with our listeners how important it is to be able to understand what's going on within your local government, um, your local, you know, statewide. It's very important. I mean, if we're riled up to vote on a national level and we um, voted for for President Obama, you must pay attention to your local issues. And the Stand Your Ground ground Law in Florida is affecting our people only. Uh, As you know, um, there was an African-American female who was in a domestic relationship being married, just fired a gun in the air, she ended up going to jail. My research director told me, put some of my pay where it was a guy that was in the military. Uh, I did the stand your ground law. He ended up getting like 25 years in jail, but then you get Zimmerman and, and, and things like that. So it's always biased, but you're right, Carla. We have to pay attention what's going on. You must be um, very, very participating on what you're doing. You must keep your eyes and ears open because laws are being passed, and we don't even know what's going on. Because like I said two weeks ago, we can rally and protest all you want, but if you're not uh, registered to vote or being a part of the solution, you're just being a part of the problem, we're not getting nowhere. You know, so right, it's very right. important that you pay attention to what's going on in your local your local elections. That's very important right. because you can be affected. Mm-hmm. And it seems like what's going on is the individuals that are doing these crimes, they are very well aware of the laws. And and how it's protecting them. So you know that's yeah. Is that so? Is that what's going on, kind of going on with the um, the Jordan Davis case? That is correct. And I think you know what you just gave up just gave me an idea since we're talking on this topic. I think what my organization need to do is have town hall meetings and 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 let people aware on what you need to do, like seminars, teaching classes, or whatever. Bring people in so they can know what's going on because if you don't know the law. You're going to be lost, you know. So um, it's to the point now that, again, it's so much going on, but if you're not the expertise of knowing what's going on and then once something happens, um, you, you, you're, you're complaining, but if you're not, you know, going to vote and do mm-hmm. uh, be a part of the um, process, uh, you just as part of the problem. And I have to keep repeating that, you know. So it's very right. important. So uh, right, I right. feel for Jordan Davis. Um, Mom, you know, we did get minor justice, but I think he should have been found guilty on all counts. And even Nancy Grace said that on, on Headline News, he, she came out of her mouth and said if, if Jordan Davis was, was, was white and, um, and, and, the, the, uh, and the Mr. Dunn was black, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And that was all on, right. on CNN Headline News. Right. So she even said, this came out Nancy Grace. And you know how she is. Right. This came right. out of her mom said it was wrong. They can't believe why man shot into a vehicle ten times, end up killing this man. You don't get found guilty. And then the police did 
admit that um, Mr. Davidson didn't even have no guns. Right. That's wild. You know, That's we, wild. Know, we know what time it is. It was, it was basically a slap in the face again. And there's another situation going on in Florida uh, that will eventually get some media. So Florida has been on the map for, what, last couple right. of years? Right. You know what I'm scared of, though, just looking at um, all of the things that's happening with um, with guns, and I don't know, but you know, I'm a little bit of a, a conspiracy theorist, you know, And the, but there has been a, a natural number of um, things happening with, with guns mm-hmm. nowadays, the Sandy Hook thing, um, you know, things that's right. happening in Florida and all across the country, and I'm afraid that if we don't get um, a grip, to seek or handle on the case on these cases that Obama's going to try to take our guns away and I think that's not the solution but it just seems it's happening so much you know and we know that that's what, what he's, um, he's pushing for so I don't think that's a good idea I think that we should be able to, to bear arms but get a handle on it another way what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, that's true. You know, in Kennesaw, Georgia, in Cobb County, uh, there is a law that you're supposed to have a gun in Kennesaw. Law wow. is registered. So, that, yes, that is. You could we can mm-hmm. you, we can look that up, and we will have it for our listeners uh, from two weeks from, uh, from now. So, again, if you want to be a part of this 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 special discussion, please call in at seven one eight six six four six five four three. But that is correct, Carla. In, in Kennesaw, Georgia, you are required to have a gun. Now, it was a certain state just passed a law. I have to get more information. Why? Uh, That's my research crazy. Director. Why is that? Yes. yes. Why? But there is a, someone just passed a law that you can even bring a gun inside of a bar as long as you ain't drinking. Now, that don't make no sense right there. <laughs> Yeah, see, yeah. but that that goes to show that, you know, certain people, you know, that are aware on exactly what it takes to be able to get things passed, they're putting this, these things through, and then the individuals that is probably going to um, hurt the most, they're not voting because they're ignorant to, to to the things. And But that's so important. They have to pay attention to what's going on, not just nationwide, but locally as well. I cannot, cannot be from that um, or say that enough times. And, and the type of work that I do, I don't even have a gun because I'm scared I might use it. But people were telling me that, you know, you need to have a gun for protection. You know, even growing up with my dad, you know, house and church was put on fire. And my dad might have had a gun, did I? didn't know nothing about it. You know, mm-hmm. so I, <laughs> you do have to protect yourself. But for right. some reason, you know, if I had a gun, it it would probably be to the point I have to use it then. You know, so, but um, I believe in, in protecting yourself. But when you're talking about that you could take a gun inside of a bar, pass a law That's like that, and you know most watching. people start drinking. Somebody might right. step on somebody's shoe. People go get to shooting. But, so, um, again, you got to know your laws, what's going on. Yeah, because I know some states, um, it's probably already like that where you could, um, it doesn't say, you know, when you can carry a weapon on you, it, they don't have to. I mean, you could be in a grocery store um, or walk right. into a bar with a gun. You know, right. I don't. I don't right. think that there's. Um, not really for sure how how that works, but I don't think it distinguishes. It says okay, well, you can't. If, if the local area, you know, allows individuals to carry guns, carry concealed weapons, then it could be anywhere. They could be in the school with right. a gun. Um, what is your perspective about carrying guns on college campus? Say it again. 
What is your perspective on carrying guns on college campus? I think there um, something might have been passed on that as Really? Um, I, I guess it really, so. it really going to depend on it's going to depend on the area. I think so. If if that area is 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 high for like different assaults or, or rapes in 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 a college town, then you know I can see that. Um, you know because you know people have to protect themselves. But if it was that case, I would just figure some you know have my kids go to a different different school in a different area. But um. Hey, I don't, you know, um, if that if, you know, is the reason for it, and we should right. be allowed to um, protect ourselves. If right. the, and the you know, this arrives. is a, a subject that need people need to call in tonight. I mean, we bring in the real issues again. Uh, ask anybody who would like to join us, please call in at seven one eight six six four six five four three. This show is streaming live from w on EOTMRadio.com. Mm-hmm. Please call in and be a part of this very important issue. You know, we yeah, like our feedback, yeah. you know, so this is very important. You know, we're going to, uh, every Tuesday, every other Tuesday, we're going to continue to, you know, bring more information, follow up things that we might have left out. But um, this, this particular program is very important, and I'm glad yeah, again, that we connected back. Yeah, me too, me too. And I want to um, let the people know that we'll be definitely covering um, a lot of different um, different cases that are going on in the news today, um, like the Jordan Davis case. We'll be um, sharing information on that. Gerald Rose, is a he's a professional um, when it comes to all that. He is the CEO and founder of um, New Order Human Rights Organization. So this show is actually dedicated to articulating agendas that empower our communities, point blank, right. simple as that, and um, and then sharing, you know, Gerald's perspective on, on things that are going on across the country. And New Order, if I'm not mistaken, has multiple divisions, right? What what state are you guys in, Gerald? Uh, we're we're we're, uh, we're in Ohio. Uh, we're in um, um, South Carolina. Um, but you know what, Carla? I had a lot of Chapters, but you know what? When people ain't doing it right and 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 not taking it serious, uh, I had to decline. You know, sometimes right. you have to do that. You know, but uh, again, uh, thank God we just hired a national marketing director, and what wow. that person does. Yes, what that person does. Matter of fact, she's on our way to Seattle. Matter of fact, I must give a shout out to Miss Daniel Elliott. Miss Daniel Elliott, if you're listening, thank you, Jesus, because. Uh, right now, she's on the way to Seattle, and every city that she touched down, she has a New Order brochure in her hand. She just left L.A. That was the young lady that reached out to you through Facebook, Miss Danielle. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, so hey, now Danielle. she's on the way to Seattle. And, uh-huh. and guess where else she's going? She's going to South Africa. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Yes, yeah, so everywhere she goes, she has one of them New Order brochures in her hand. You know, So our, our job is to hit every 52 states. And go eventually go international, you know. So um, that's that, that's that's what we're doing. We're not a perfect organization, but we're more grassroots. When I say grassroots, every case is a Jordan Davis case. Every case mm-hmm. is a Trayvon Martin case. Every trace case is a Sean Bell case. I mean, I could go. Every case is a uh, Kendrick John. I mean, I could just go on. We don't leave nobody out, Carla. You know what right, I mean? Right. You know, so a lot of people get frustrated, but, you know, I can tell you right now that we are an organization that's on the move, 
It's all about the people first. It ain't all about the cameras. You need the cameras, but we well, got the people first. We must put them right. first. You know, so right. again, yeah. if and we have anyone out there, go ahead, Carla. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, again, I hope we got some callers coming in. This is a very hot topic tonight. Please call in at 718-664-6543. Let me remind we are streaming live. That's right, live. Right. EOTMRadio.com. Right, right. And then for the ones that are scared to call in, um, maybe you know, um, Gerard, your voice is so deep and maybe intimidates them, you guys can also <laughs> tweet us. Um, tweet us your questions or um, your comments. And my my Twitter is EOTMPR. And then Gerald's is Gerald Rose, the number one. And um, you can also find the, our Twitters via EOTMRadio.com that slide and send us a message that way as well. But um, I want to, while we're, you know, just going back and forth right now, I want mm-hmm. to, um, I want to find out about that article um, that um, you said, Huffington Post or USA Today? It was in the USA Today. Uh, for, uh, it was a, we were, we're in a special edition. Let's uh, talk about it. Let's month. talk about what they Oh, man. And, and I'm going to tell you, when Tracy Scott, my executive secretary, who's doing a wonderful job, I must give her a shot. I mean, everybody's doing a wonderful job. But when she called uh-huh. me and said, Gerald, the USA Today just called me, I said, uh, first of all, I thought I was dreaming. I said, uh-huh. who? She said, the USA Today just called and wants to do a, a profile on New Order for their Black History Month program. I mean, um, for their paper. I was like, okay, okay. Wow. So eventually we got everything hooked up. My business manager, she stepped in, you know, and uh, it just hit the uh, newsstands um, at the beginning of the week, you know, and they right. sent some copies to me in the mail, and I do have it. I'm going to cherish that, you know. I know so I'm you just, are. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But then what's funny was the next day I get a phone call, you know, saying that um, I'm going to be speaking somewhere, and I was like, okay, people must be picking up on it already. You know, without yeah. even sending out official press release. But you know what? I told my public relations, uh, Miss Sabrina, that because she's really tight on security, which I do understand. But you know what? When you're doing this type of work, it comes with the territory, you know, and so it's very important, you know. But, yes, Carla, I am amazed. And then the Atlanta Braves, okay? The Atlanta right. Braves, just they, what they used to do, Carla, is just give us baseball tickets. Now they're going to let us advertise in their yearbook for the whole baseball season for their home games in their program. You know how you go to a baseball game, you get a program? Right, right. Yes, we're going to have a, a quarter page in their yearbook and also being advertised on their website. Yes. Wow, that's <laughs> awesome. That yes. is awesome. Yes. But you know what? EOT and radio is just important as well. Just oh, yeah. As well. we, we Carl, you're doing a wonderful job. And I'm hoping. Now, I know some of my New Order family is listening to me tonight because my vice president just said I'm on the radio. So, China, if you're out there, please call in and support your president. 718-664-6543. We're streaming live on EOTMRadio.com. Okay, so I got a message right now um, from someone, and, um, okay. and her question is, I guess if you help, um, not just well, if, if you help women as well. And I'll just read exactly what she says. Hold on a second. Okay. Who, what's the person's name? Okay. Are they here? Um, 
I have Noah, um, Christina Constantini, um, and she lives in Alabama. But her question okay. is. Um, Thanks for calling in. Some, Thanks for calling in. Yeah, well, she actually um, she actually sent the message via instant messenger. She's my um, Facebook friend as well. But um, okay. she wanted to find out, do you um, work with issues on women and um, some inequalities and gender issues that women go through. Yes, we have a mentor for males and females. Um, okay. We're just getting it off the ground, you know. Um, it's very important. You know, we would address mm-hmm. domestic violence issues. I know we have a problem with that. A matter of fact, I don't know if you heard of uh, a major situation happened to former NFL football player, Darren Sharper used to play for the New Orleans Yeah, I Saints. think I heard of that. With his, I think we wrote about wow. that. Wow, can you imagine, Carla? You just, did you, I couldn't believe that, and this goes down, there was a female infected about the situation. When I heard about how many mm-hmm. times he accused of it, because you're innocent until you're proven guilty, but the charges right. just brought up on him. I mean, he lived a you lot of NFL football. It's just, well, I you know what? It. Yeah, but as you said, you know, you know they're going to be, you know, um, innocent till proven guilty, and it's just so crazy because I think in this day and age anybody could be set up, and anybody right. for whatever reason, it's so easy to to destroy someone just at will, just because you want to. And there's a lot of evil people in this world today. I work in entertainment, and I see. It was, Daryl, just since I've been back to California, and I was in Atlanta for like ten years. But, mm-hmm. you know, coming back and, and going from one industry to the next, I see it, you would just, you know, just be so shocked and amazed on what goes on within entertainment and some things that people do to make it there. And, and then other people who see a person's star status and what they do to try to touch that. So I pray to God that, um, you know, this is not true, What you know, what has been said about him. And hopefully mm-hmm. the truth will, um, you know, it'll be displayed. And but you know how it is when you're in the yeah. you when you're anywhere on a higher pedestal when something happens, most people immediately say, "Oh, he's guilty, he's guilty." But really, yeah. why should you have to do that when you you know you're an attractive young man, you have everything that you could ever want, and then why go out and do that? Right. You know, right. it's always right. and not I, and, every story, I think. And that and that and that is true because I'm not a high entertainer. But when my son got in trouble two years ago, having my whole name that he allegedly did something, they had mm-hmm. me all on the news because of what I do. You know, and we right. found out that the media eventually apologized to me of reporting that, but damage was done. But you know what? Right, I exactly. kept going. I kept going. Right. My son, and I'm going to put it out there, my son was allegedly shooting up his girlfriend's house uh, with the, uh, a baby in the house. All right, so what happened mm-hmm. was a re, it was a retaliation towards me um, because I found out that 19 police officers beat up a young man in Toledo, my hometown, in a fetus position. I found out about it, all right? I started making calls. I told him I'm on my way up there, you know. But my son was in a halfway house. Okay, halfway house, that means they know where you at, correct? I have no idea what it means. Okay, what it is is that when you get out of jail, they put you in a halfway house. It's like an after program when you get out of jail. So that means okay. they know where you at. The probation officer know where you at. But make a long story short, Carl, is that 
um, they they had my son on a billboard <laughs> wow. in the city of Toledo. Yes, saying that he was wanted. His attorney wow. called me. Matter of fact, the girlfriend called me right now. This is the girlfriend that he that he was allegedly was supposed to do this. The girlfriend called me, and the first thing I did, I apologized because I didn't know what was going on. Because I heard right. the report. She said, she said, is this Mr. Rose? I said, yes. Are you Gerald's dad? I said, yes. I said, what's going to say? It seemed like they're trying to destroy you. i like, uh, what do you mean by like, uh, your, your son didn't do none of this. Uh, I don't have no baby by your, um, by your, by your son. I said, are wow. you serious? Yeah, because I'm thinking she was calling me, and then her mom called me. So I called the news folks, right? They go apologize oh. to me like this is a joke. After they put the story out, and then my phone blowing wow. up, activist son, uh, you know, human rights son is in jail. Yes. So it did happen. I'm not a high entertainer, but when you kind of in the public eye, when they right, come after right. you, they come after you. They really so do. I understand. And it's, it's sad. Yeah. It's sad. And it's so one-sided. Um, right. It's horrible. It, it really right, is. Right. Um, but, yeah, I give it everybody the benefit of the doubt. But, yeah, it's, it's already damaged him. Probably the young repair at this point, you know. Right, but it, anything. Right again. Yeah. Right. So if you're listening tonight, listeners, please call in at seven one eight six six four six five four three. Please call in, talk to Carla B or myself, Joe Rose. We are streaming live on EOTMRadio.com. Mm-hmm. dot com. Right. I can't believe right. we don't have no calls yet, Carla. <laughs> um, I think <laughs> we do, but considering um as far as our interns and stuff, and it's just me and you tonight. We'll, we'll get to them in a minute. So I guess let's do this. Okay. Let's go ahead and take a commercial okay. break. We'll screen our callers, and we'll come back because girl definitely needs somebody other than me to talk to. So we'll check you out. We'll be right back. <laughs>
Yes, Sade is definitely doing her thing. We are back live with correcting the system of unequal justice. Carla D and um, Gerald E. Rose holding tight with y'all. Hey, Gerald. Oh, yeah. How you doing, Carla? We're back, and I'm just glad again. Please call in at 718-664-6543. We are streaming live on EOTMRadio.com. I think we have a caller, Charlotte. Um, Carla, is that cool? We have Shana on the. Yeah. We have Shana yeah, we'll out there. We'll bring her one here. first. Mhm. you're lost. You can hear me. This My is Shana. I am the What's vice up, president. <laughs> How you doing tonight? You sounding good on I'm the radio. Doing, I'm doing good, Shana. I really want to let you know that I really applaud you for being there for me for what? How long have you been in the organization now, Shana? About what? Two or three years. I've been in the organization for three years coming up in June. Three years. And, and you've seen the I don't know how, Yeah, I don't know how uh, we hooked up. I think I just made a comment on Facebook about a case you were working on, and then it took off from there, and we've just been like thick as thieves since then. We had the same heart. Right. People. I think uh, you came to that first meeting, Shannon, where we had all the chief of police in Cobb County in one room. You remember that? Yes, I remember yeah, that. And, Right, and then I had a, a vice president, and you know how I am, wasn't doing the work, and I immediately called you. You was like, Jerry, I don't want to do this. You know, <laughs> so you end up doing it. You're being dedicated because you can have all this experience in the world, but if you don't have the time, you know, you, you can't be a part of the, of, of the solution. So when I brought it to you or whatever, you was like, I didn't want to do this, but you've been doing a wonderful job. You did another awesome job tonight on the conference call. So, Shana, as you being the vice president, um, kind of tell the listeners, you know, how busy we are, you know, what we've been doing, how we have grown nationwide, the issues that we address, because you always talk about grassroots. So kind of explain to the listeners when, when you say grassroots what we're doing here, here in Atlanta. We are a grassroots organization, being that we are the voice for the voices. A lot of people have complaints and problems, and they don't know how to get their points across or get a protest going. So then they contact us and they say, this is my problem. And when we hear them, we know that it's time to take action. We're not just going to sit there and let it just be words being passed back and forth and sympathizing and, oh, we're sorry. We are sorry. We are empathetic, but we're ready to take some action. We're not just going to let a death be a death, not of our sons, not of our babies. And we are a human rights organization, and it's our right to stand up and protest against anything that we want to protest against. So I heard you talking about those gun laws, and that really bothers me, the way the gun laws are being handled nowadays. Right. And so you are because familiar you, So you are familiar about the law in Kennesaw. Is that correct, that you, yes. you are required to hold a gun? And people are like shocked herself. Yes, you are required yes. to hold homeowners, a gun. Homeowners are required to have a gun in their home. And if the police, right. if you were victimized in your home in Kennesaw and you don't own a gun, you can catch a fine because it's a law. You're That's supposed right. to have a gun in your home to protect yourself. The police shouldn't have to come and wow. rescue you. You've got a gun. Take care of it. That's right. That's right. And that was That's passed. Right. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's been that's been um, for that's been about a couple that's been for about three or four years now. I would do our research that, but I know that you are required uh, so that means I'm in violation because I don't have no gun. I live in Kennesaw. <laughs> When I live in Kennesaw, but I'm from the West Coast, and we used to be called the Wild Wild West in the West Coast, and I don't think we could ever get away with a law like that. 
I'm from Oakland, California, exactly. born and raised. Right. And there's no way yeah. Oakland, California could have a law like that on the books. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I definitely feel that, um, you know, we should be able to, you know, have guns if we want to, but um, making that a um, requirement. I, I know who did that law in Kennesaw. I lived in, in Georgia for some years. Um, <laughs> I know who did that. I have, I have a couple. I have a question that is coming from one of our listeners, and we can actually um, okay. open up the phone line to um, we have Sean on as yeah, we well. Don't so Sean, Sean is still out there, right? We don't want to lose Sean, right? Yeah, we we've unmuted okay. Sean, so he's live too. Okay. Thank you for calling right, cool. in, Sean. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Thanks for calling in, man. Thanks for calling in tonight. Yeah, this happens to be John. This is this is John. Your oh, chief John. Staff. Oh, I'm John, sorry. John. I'm sorry. John, John you know what, Carla? That's another new order friend. That's my chief of staff. We're taking over the program nice to tonight. To <laughs> nice to be talking oh, sorry, to you, Carla, and your girl as well. Yes. Well, John, <laughs> let me ask you something. John, you being the um, the chief of staff, and I met you about man about maybe about what four or five years ago, and you and I came to you. We was a stranger from, you know, Dayton, Ohio, and we just kind of clicked, man. You, you kind of met, been there and done that, but kind of explain to the listeners on why you changed your life and they became a part of a human rights, national human rights organization. So maybe someone is listening that we could touch because people got to get involved these days. You can't just sit around and just be a, a, a dead rock. You must be a part of something. So what made you... Uh, came on board, and you moved back to Ohio, and you're just doing your thing, even though you live in Ohio now. Well, certainly, Gerald. Um, as I've told you time and time again throughout our relationship, uh, I'm originally from Ohio, and um, at the time when I moved down to Atlanta, which is in, was in 2009 when I met you, uh, just going through a turbulent life, uh, uh, a bad lifestyle, negative lifestyle, uh, we as black men, um, a lot of us get um, coerced and, and tempted into a certain particular lifestyle, if you know what I mean, and I'm sure that you do, and that's what I did. I pursued uh, life of the streets. Um, I'm not proud of it. I don't brag about it, but I do say it to hopefully uh, let somebody understand and know that you can change your life around from it. So when I went to Atlanta and lived there and met Gerald, before I came down, I, I actually had a conversation with my, my Heavenly Father and asked him to surround me around positive people as opposed to the negative people I'd been around in Ohio. Uh, Gerald was like the first person I met in Atlanta. I just had to look up in the sky and go, well, well thank you, God, for, for, for answering my prayer. Uh, we, 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 we got that bound of a relationship, and I tell you my whole purpose for even – considering being an activist was based on the fact that I had a lot of lives lost in my family. Uh, my brother had died from a violent uh, murder. My stepbrother had been shot to death. My, my sister passed away of AIDS. Uh, just got to the point of where I was like, well, you know what? I'm not contributing to a positive lifestyle myself. Maybe this is karma. I, I don't know what it is. I, I can't answer that. But I do know that I was ready to change my life around and do something positive. And the community that I took away from, I felt like it was time to get back. Uh, if you search, I mean, not every activist, but if you search a lot of people who are activists, you'll see that their, 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 their past and their lives have a lot to do with their present and what they're doing today. And uh, mine just happens to be a, a desire and a, and a purpose driven to, to get back. 
from what from what I've taken in this world. I appreciate well, that, John. Thanks for calling in tonight. And um, again, yes, Carla, um, there's a lot of people in New Order has been victims, even lost people because of violence. You know, so okay. that's what brought us together as a close organization. So I hope we that's got great. some other callers coming in. You know, okay. Um, well, I have tonight. a question and, uh, that I want to. Yeah, I, want, I have a question I want to post to you guys. So all of okay. you, um, considering, and we, yeah. Callers are coming in, so we'll definitely get to those in a second. Um, The question is from um, one of our Facebook friends. His name is um, Stephen, and his question is for you guys, and it is, is social injustice more rampant, or is is information just more accessible these days? And I'll repeat that. He said, is social injustice more rampant, or is information just more accessible? That's a good question, Steve. Uh, anybody from my staff want to answer it? Not I answer because I got some smart people in the organization. Mr. Drummond, Chief of Staff, you'd like to answer that or Shana, the VP? Carla, ask the question again, and I'll be more than happy to answer it. Okay. Um, social. Is social injustice more rampant, or is information just more accessible? Yes, I think we live in a media-spun society these days. Uh, you can get on a particular topic, although it's not out in the media. It's been around. It's It's been in the hood. It's been in, in society. It's been something that we're used to, but if we don't see it every day, we don't focus on it. But what the media does and what news does is they focus in on it, and they make it seem as though it's just some type of epidemic. And so I would have to answer yes, that social media does have an impact and does uh, influence how we see how the world is. Uh, We have young men that have died, um, just like the young man, Jordan Davis, in Florida. We we have that happening every day, every minute, every hour in the world. But, you know, they focus in on these situations. I'm I'm sorry for the Davis family's loss, but, you know, we have to nip the bud in all these young men's death and, and try to find a solution on how we can work on it. Because, yes, the media will spin one story and make you think that, it, it hasn't happened before. Right. Great, great answer. And, and I believe that on. there is a lot of um, social injustices, but it's always mm-hmm. been that. When we used to get all our information from the church or from the barbershop, so we've always had some type of media to that level, that we used to go to the church and get our information, or we used to go to the barbershop and get the information, but we kept it within our own little community, and we only talked about it within our own community. But now, with all this wide-open social media, now we are widespread, and everybody is talking about it. So I think that's what's happening, too. It's always been social injustices, but Mm -hmm. we're more vocal about it now, so there's more people that can be reached. Right. And me personally about the organization, uh only reason why I'm on Facebook on social media because of what we're doing. I'm not on there, you know, discussing my personal business. I'm on there trying to find issues that we can address or people might give us a a, a case itself. Of course we are researching, but it kinda is really good for what you're doing, um what what you're doing with social media because without social media it's a lot of things you won't even hear about, you know. And, and, and thank God there is social media going on because it's a lot of stuff will be continue to be covered up. So we got to use use the social media, you know, camera phones and all that, you know. So right. um, 
it must be important because when I went to Durham, North Carolina, you know, I was racially profiled, but they didn't know who they was coming up against because what happened was I went down to the chief of police office uh, in Durham, North Carolina. I just want to kind of sit down and explain to him what I was or whatever. But after I had left, I noticed I got stopped like 10 minutes later. You know, and I ain't gonna lie, I, I, I was wrong. I actually ran a red light, but at the same time, when he came up to the car, the first thing he said, uh, uh, What are you doing? Are you recording me? Like he was very offenseless, defenseless, I'm saying. It was like he automatically thought that I was recording him and all this type of stuff. Thank God for, you know, social media, for a phone or whatever, because you never know what could have happened. Right. You know, so we need it. We need it. We really, really, and that's a good question, Stephen. Again, if you have if anybody else wants to call in, Please call in at 718-664-6543. We are streaming live on EOTMRadio.com. Do we have any other callers out there, Carla? We do. We do. You guys go ahead and um, talk amongst yourself, and I'll just okay. go and, and screen them. So keep it keep okay. it moving. I'll be back in a sec. All right. Okay. All right. Um, John and, 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 and um, Shauna, uh, I think we made the right decision uh, about the situation in Statesboro. I know there is a, yes. that is an issue we need to address, but like I said earlier, uh, we our organization is all about being organized. You know, you must be, you know, keeping the communication. And, and I'm receiving some, some inbox messages of basically they're apologizing, you know, but uh, I can't, for some reason, I'm feeling negative about this, this situation in Statesboro. Uh, if you want to get your have you heard you from to, our contact, the original contact? Okay. I haven't heard from yes. the original. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, oh, Eric, um, John made a call to Eric. How did that conversation, okay. again, you all, we are live on, on the radio, so um, yes. if you want to kind of explain, um, John, the, the communication you had with Miss Erica. Well, yes, uh, as, as we discussed before, uh, the conversation and the communication uh, when I called, it, it, it was apparently despondent as far as um, just an okay, I'm, uh, I understand. But you know what, Gerard, I never told you that she did call back even after that phone call and asked me how to pursue on her own. And I told her, well, I have no problem with advising you how to pursue on your own. Please understand that, you know, we have policies, procedures, and rules we must follow right. as an organization. We can't just yeah. jump out the door. We need a contact. We need straight communication. If we don't have that, then we wouldn't be uh, uh, able to help you the way we could help you. So, right. you know, right. she said she understood, and she said she was going to, I guess, take it into her own hands and pursue it on her own, and I, and I wished her well with that. But and You know what? Like that's said, good, you all, because everybody needs to be involved. Exactly. You know, everybody needs to be a leader, not be no follower. Because you know what, I would have. That's good, John. So when you told, I'm glad you encouraged her, man. Maybe this is where they decide. She said she's gonna go to a council meeting. She said she's gonna go to the uh, students and get with one of the organizations. I was like, well, that's exactly how you go about right. doing it. You right. know, so yeah, yeah, you're right. I I, I think we got her in the right direction. So, Sean, Great. I want to go back to you. Sean, let's be go back here, to you, Carol. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Carla B. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm back. You got some callers. Um, okay. But you guys could um, continue, and then um, when you're done, then you could um, open it up. I just want to let you know it's back. Um, Shana, VP, explain um, what you think about our first gala that's coming up. We're going to have some very important people in the audience, and 
I'm just excited. I mean, like I said, you and John, matter of fact, before John left, he's been around for a while, too, and you done seen the, um, the ups and downs. It ain't always been great like this, but, man, this gay, I'm so excited, y'all, about this gay that I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, this, gay, this gay is going to be really special. I already feel it in my bones, and we, our name is already getting out there because we have PSA announcements about the gala. We were in the USA Today. You're here on the radio, so our name is getting out there. So this may be our first gala, and I know it's going to be off the chain, but we're going to get even bigger and better with every year. People are going to be begging us for tickets, you know? When is your next there gala? You That's right. I don't, mean to, I don't mean to cut you off, um, John and, uh, and, and, and Shana, but we got a couple of callers um, Okay. wants to join us. We have Jay, of course, Jay, who was a part of New Order as well. Jay, are you there? I'm, we also I'm have here. Sherry, our newest member. Jay and Sherry, are you there? Uh, yes, yes, I'm here. First of all, I want to welcome you live on EOTMRadio.com. We are streaming live. Um, again, thanks for calling in, joining this discussion. Um, so at this time, Jay, Sherry, anything you'd like to say? Let's go to Jay. Jay, you've been in the organization about... For about a year now. I know it goes so fast. Has it been about a yes, year? Has it been that long? Uh yes, almost a year now. Almost a year. Almost. I think we're in the nine months right now. Uh, and I, I just want to say, well, I welcome welcome this format, and I just want to listen in and see if I can chime me anytime. If you can call me my name or whatever, but that's excellent. I love this uh, this format, and we trying to bring up new order to. Uh, the next level of uh, worldwide, known and doing good stuff and helping people. That's all it's all about. It's about yeah. the work, right? Right. right. That's right. And I met Jay at a barbershop. Y'all probably, what you're doing in the barbershop? <laughs> um, so, uh, but what's funny is I met Jay in the barbershop, and we sat around and talked as black men. And right. uh, Brother um, Cold and all that, you know, and after that I recruited Jay, Carla. I recruited Jay. And he's been down ever since, you know. And um, we ain't had no turnover in a long time. I mean, we're doing something right, you know, things right. like that. So uh, we have also Sherry on the line. She's our newest member. She's only been in maybe about like two weeks. And me and Mark Bell, my advisor, met Sherry at a function that she did. It was about networking, all-night entrepreneurs. And we had a great time. And I, me and Mark just started talking to her about the organization. Then she brought up a situation about her brother. We was on a talk show, on a, um, on John Sanders' talk show. And um, Sherry, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Uh, you, you just came to another family. What do you think about the organization since you have joined? I mean, you even amazed as well when you got black folks getting along. Ain't no drama. Because you got drama, you got to go. You know, so to explain on, on how you feel and, and what you then came into and. And she's the one's going to be running the program, Carla, um, with the kids on every Tuesday. She's coming in, getting That's people cool. lined up. So, uh, Car- um, Sherry, kind of explain why you joined the organization that you want to give back now. I mean, you've been giving back on your own, but now you, you come in this side of the field on, on being a part of a human rights organization. It's an awesome experience. I'm really excited about New Order. And I would just like to thank you, Joe, for inviting me to New Order. And, um, it's a privilege, again, to be able to communicate with people who are serious about 
change and giving back to the community and really helping people. I mean, New Order is all about action, and that's what I appreciate. And I must say that um, New Order will make you step your game up. If you're not all the way there, you aspire to get there, New Order will get you there because these people are serious, they're professional, they do everything decent in order, and they put God first. So I'm really excited about being a part of New Order and giving back to the youth division. Um, I uh, got into the organization um, in regards to my brother. It's an open cold case. He was murdered um, back in Dayton, Ohio, and um, the system is slacking. Um, There's a lot of cold cases in Dayton that have not been touched. So at this point, New Order has gotten involved and, Fortunately enough, uh, a call was made, and the detectives have been communicating. So we expect a great outcome and closure from New Order stepping in. And I'm glad you said that uh, for the listeners. Please, please call in tonight. We are are streaming live on EOTMRadio.com. My understanding is talking to Sherry and her family, me and, and John Drummond, I had a, a private conference call with the family, and I understand that the detective uh, wasn't really uh, in communication with the family as the years went past. So I had um, uh, had Tracy, the secretary, and, and Tracy is considered a, a bulldog. For some reason, mm-hmm. uh, she would make things happen, even in the Ron Anthony case, Carla, when we tried to meet with Paul Howard, and she would, right. she would not take no for no answer for no one. She would keep calling, keep calling, and keep calling. Basically, um, uh, she made a call today to the detective um, trying to get a teleconference with me and him um, in the future, and he called back. He called Sherry. He called back, and I have a teleconference with this man at 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so, really really so, quick, know, um, since, I have, since I have you guys on, um, um, Gerald and our time is kind of dwindling. I definitely wanted to get all of you um, from New Order to go to the um, EOTMonline.com. We actually did okay. a um, a new story on the the Warren Anthony, um, the case with Melanie Pickens. You guys know that the right. the judge. Yeah. Um, hold on. Let me let me pull that up really quick. I want to give okay. them that's all the information. But we wanted to. Um, write something just to share what was going on with that case in Atlanta, how the Atlanta judge granted immunity to the teacher. Um, Melanie Pickens was one of the teachers that allegedly abused these youth in Atlanta. So we we, um, did a a follow-up story on um, the immunity charge, and Ron Anthony wanted us to um, include a petition that um, he put together to have the ruling overturned. So we actually um, did a story on it. If you go to EOTM online, EOTMonline.com, and um, you'll see that story. Please scroll down, um, click where it says sign the petition, because they're, they're trying to get so many signatures. And I think at this point it's probably up to like 200. So please, please, y'all, if you're in Atlanta, if you're anywhere, um, and if you've been touched by this particular case, and you've been following it, uh, definitely please sign the petition to have the ruling overturned. Um, the title of that particular article is Atlanta Judge Grants Immunity 
the teacher accused of abusing disabled youth? Read the story and sign the petition, please, and then also share it with your network as well. Most definitely, uh, Carla. You know when this when the story first broke out, I met Ron through Latanya, Miss Cook, mm-hmm. and uh, it was sad knowing all the paperwork that he showed me, all the evidence that he showed me. I mean, I can't believe why this lady's not in jail. Yeah, and you know, yeah. and uh, and Shana, Shana, uh, of course, uh, attended several um, rallies. You know, we stood in front of the Fulton County. Um, Courthouse demand to meet with, with Paul Howard. We did not give up. Uh, we've been, and mm-hmm. then Tracy made a call, made a call, and then we was in, uh, in, 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 in his office, you know. And uh, I haven't forgot about what happened uh, to Miss uh, little right. Aaron Hatchett. I do understand the pain that his dad and mom is going through. The, even though he's, he's, he's gone, I could tell that Ron and, 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 and the mother is really fighting for justice. And it's just mm-hmm. sad, man. Again, go back to the law. You know, it's sad right. how... This lady, and I, I hate to say it, uh, I'm just being real. I believe it was the other way around uh, mm-hmm. of, of, of Aaron being a, a, a Caucasian and a teacher, maybe African American, abusing this child and, and, and maybe caused the death, would have been locked up. I mean, first of all, the white community wouldn't stand it. It's one thing I hate about our community when stuff happens. You know, we get riled up for a minute and then it dies down. We got to continue to unite. And be with each other, even when people are missing, you know. You know, it's just, right. it's just a fact. I, I, I pray for Ron every day, and I see him on Facebook, you know, this and that. I know he shed many tears, but New Order would never turn his on back on him. Anything that we could do in a petition, most definitely we would be doing that. Right, right. I'll put it on your page as well so it could be easier for you guys to find. But, yeah, definitely. It's, and I want to just add something to it. You know, you know me, I think, you know, injustices happen to blacks and whites. No, not an age thing, but I definitely understand, you know, when you're living in a, a different part of the world, you, you see certain things more in, in certain areas. So I definitely understand that. Um, but I just want to add to the um, Ron Hatcher, Ronald Hatcher and Aaron Hatcher case. I believe um, some of the youth involved were, were white, white as well. It was um, black and white children. That were affected by correct. this. That so I, I think, yeah, so I, I think that wasn't the case with this one, but I definitely understand where you're coming from. And um, we, we definitely have to be more proactive and, and just get more involved, simple as that, when it comes to things that are happening in our community, not just when things like this happen, but, you know, be um, part of the process, um, voting these individuals and in, um, making some of these laws laws. And That's all correct. that stuff, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's definitely. correct. And uh, like I said, one thing about Newell, we are human rights because I have helped a, a white family one time. Uh, it was a while ago because I've been doing New Order for a minute. Uh, she was found dead in her jail cell in Cobb County. And wow. I received a phone call from a, from a white family asking for my assistance. And I mm-hmm. didn't say no because their, their skin wasn't dark as me. I said, let's, 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 I, I will help you out. So I went down into the jail and demand to meet uh, with the sheriff. It was Colonel Alder at that time and said, hey, I need, we, need to, we need some answers because something's not matching up. And we got in there and whatever and, 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 and see what happened. We got some justice or whatever, you know, and after that I didn't hear from the family. But, you know, I, I did what I did, what God told me to do. They ended up getting some money, you know. Mm-hmm. 
And um, what's funny about doing this, you know, you, you help a lot of people, you know, for some reason they disappear. <laughs> you know, so yeah. but, uh, a lot of people and, are yeah, just for what they can get. You know, they're right. for what they can get. Right. That's that, awesome. and, and, you know, people that's, that's our human nature, unfortunately. It's, it's, right. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I, I'm just blessed with this organization, what we're doing, and I'm just excited, man. And, you know, Saturday, it's really going to put us on a whole whole different level, you know. And uh, the, i got to give a shout-out to our research team, Carla, you know, uh, Lucy Diaz, uh, who's Hispanic, you know. And she even, you know, and what's funny about that situation, her mom, her mom and my dad used to kind of work together um, back in the day in Toledo. So when she wanted to get involved, you know, it kind of deja vu. But she, I mean, talking about some research, anything that we need, you know, because, mm-hmm. Carla, we just don't get involved on anything. You have to have your right. facts. You right. have to have your facts. And then John, you know, assists her, you know, on that particular department. Our outreach department, Joyce Pryor and, and Tamika, are, are, are doing some things, you know, and it's just we're building a strong team who put God first, you know, right. anything that we do. So I'm just excited, man. Awesome. And, uh, on, and, and believe me, on the following Tuesday, your phone line's gonna be full. You ain't gonna better take no calls. <laughs> <laughs> you might I'm run out of phone lines. I'm excited line. for you guys. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for you guys. You have another caller um, chiming in, and what we'll do, considering our time is dwindling, we'll just say the first um, prefix, which is six seven one. Six seven one. You're live on correcting the system of unequal justice. You want to share your name, please? Hi, um, six seven one. We see you. Did you want to um, share or just listen? Please see, don't be shy you'd be, now. I thought you'd be scaring people, Daryl. <laughs> no, it's probably what. No, I'm not scaring no one. I hope not. It's probably another New Order family. Yeah, four zero four six seven one. I won't say the last four digits. You want to say your name? Or maybe they just want to listen, okay. We'll continue to let you listen. I know anybody <laughs> water scared. That's unusual. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it's the first for everything. So, so tell us. But you know uh, what? Uh, I, I, I do have uh-huh. to say that it's some people that's behind the scenes in the front lines right. because, you know, most of us do hold down, hold down, you know, hold down jobs. But when it's time to go to battle, you know, I can can say that my front line people are there, Sean and Mark, Derek. Of course, John, he's in another city, but he'd be right there with me. And then we have um, uh, Jay will be there with us, you know. And there's a lot of people in the organization have their own things, skills or whatever, but for some reason um, we then came, to, came, you know, as a family and, 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 and doing some, some, some strong things. I'm just excited, man. You know, right. um, Dr. Veronica Tucker. Uh, who's a spirit? You know Veronica Tucker that was uh, helping out Ron as well. Ron Allen, um, you know, the, the, yeah. uh, the minister. She's uh-uh, out of no, Stone Mountain. Okay, um, she's been around for a while. She was like Gerald. This, this has been a change in the organization. You know, so um, this fact that um, there's so much stuff going on out there, and we can't address everything, but somebody has to do it. You have right, to save right. our youth. Right, and, and considering this is what you do, share with our listeners, the people that are just tuning in right now, 
And if they have a, a case that they are, aren't getting any help from the police departments or they're You know they're what, I'm going to let my chief of staff answer that because he kind of, I kind of backed off. I really don't talk to the public like that. So, John Drum, you like to answer that question when a, when a call comes in, what's the procedures and, and what they need to do? Because of Tracy, did you kind of explain that? Certainly, certainly. It's hard to process. Well, what uh, we ask them to do is to uh, contact us through our 1 800 number. Uh, what happens then is that you will be, uh, you'll be speaking with our um, secretary, which is Yeah, Tracy, Tracy will take your information down. Once that information is down, uh, she will ask you to uh, fill out a form uh, online at uh, New Order uh, National Human Rights Organization dot com. I mean dot org. I'm sorry. And once you go there, uh, you will see the form. Uh, we'll, we ask you to fill it out, and we ask you to fax that information. That information comes to me, uh, Chief of Staff. Um, we sit down and we take a look at the case. We see if there's uh, any way in which we can assist you, um, what, um, what measures we need to go through in order to uh, do the best that we can do for you. And once we decide if it's a case that we can um, assist you in, we'll contact you and we'll, we'll, we'll move forward with the case. Okay, that's pretty cut and dry. And yeah, basically, take, what we're saying, um, Carla, is that I'm sorry. Go ahead, Carla. Let me to cut you off. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Basically, what we're saying is that we have tightened up, more organized. Uh, me personally, uh, my staff told me that uh, I shouldn't be talking to one. Uh, it ain't saying <laughs> that we better no one, but each organization has some kind of chain of command. Like, yes, for sir. example, the outreach department, the youth department, uh, checks in with the vice president, Shana. You know, mm -hmm. so we have stuff in structure now uh, that I think that we need to have because we didn't have that back then. I ain't going to lie to you. You know, you have to crawl before you walk, but now we're walking now oh. and we're more mm -hmm. organized. And, 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 and if we're not running out of time, Shauna, if you can kind of – are we running out of time, Carla? How much time do we have? Minutes. About 15 okay, I want Shauna to kind of explain uh, what she does on uh, as the VP. And Sherry, are you still there? Yes, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. All right, I'll kind of squeeze him in right quick. Jay, he's more like a, you know, Jay is like he's watching everything. <laughs> he's listening. Okay. You know, giving advice <laughs> behind the scenes. But, Shannon, can you kind of explain your um, um, the role as the VP, but how the outreach and you kind of direct to you, and then Sherry can kind of explain what she's going to be doing at the uh, at the alternative school. Like, I don't know how much time, so this, I guess, a couple of minutes. Okay. Well, me, as being the vice president, the youth um, director answers to me any questions that she has. I support her um, in any endeavors that she's going on. And the outreach director, I, I'm the same there for her. I support her. She, she calls me for any questions or anything that she has a problem with, and I try to assist her in that also. And then I run our weekly conference calls on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m., we usually have a good crowd on there, and it's all New Order people, and sometimes we'll have some guests on who want to know about New Order want to know what we do. We feel free to call in. And then um, Gerald's backup. If Gerald has a trip to go on and he's going to be out of town, then all calls are directed to me. So that is my role at New Order. Right. 
And our nationwide conference call, Carla Be Nice, we have people from South Carolina, Ohio, uh, L.A. Uh, I mean, it's really, really growing, you know. Uh, we even had a mother uh, from Dayton, Ohio, uh, about, I think about three or four months ago where her son was murdered and was molested, you know, at the age of 16 by two white males. And um, we, um, our research team got a hold of the mother and, she was on our conference call. So what we do, we do a lot of net, a lot of marketing nationwide as well. So um, Sherry, are you there? You want to kind of explain, Sherry, um, your new role for the, uh, for the organization, if you're still there? Yeah, absolutely, I'll explain. Um, well, Carla, what I've been appointed to do is organize speakers um, for two different groups, a junior group and a senior group. Um, and the the speakers will consist of a male and a female, and um, I try to reach out to speakers who have um, most of them are entrepreneurs, but I try to reach who have had to go through some things to get to their status, so they have a story to tell to the children who are in the audience. You know, I'm sorry. Hello. I think yeah, go ahead, Sherry. I thought we, we, we can hear you, Sherry. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, so really I try to find people who had um, struggles in their career so they can reach the um, children and they can kind of relate to what it is that they're going through. So um, basically that's the gist of what I'll be doing. I'm setting up different speakers and setting up um, uh, field trips and things of that nature to enlighten and help out the children in the in the Excuse me, at the alternative school. Wow! And uh, even though Jay's quiet, Jay uh, professes sell houses, so he's more like an economic. Keep his updated, like on the economics or whatever. Jay, I know you're more of a, uh, a quiet person, but Jay, you like to say any kind of anything to the to the listeners out there? You like to say something on behalf of of, of what you're doing and how it's important that people must be involved and, and be a part of a, any organ, not just me, or just be a part of something. So it's all about making change. You'd like to say something? Yes, I, I'll, I'll just like to say that what I do is I observe everything, and I, if I see anything economically that is going to affect the group or individual or the group as well or what can benefit us, I tell Gerard and advise him. So I just tell him politically or economically, I just tell let him know or the group know what's going on. That's what I do. Plus, also, uh, Gerard or Shana, you didn't mention about uh, what New Hope do on Saturdays for the neighborhood. Give our food and all that. Oh, you right. want to about that? Shana Yeah, I don't know how much time we got. See, that's what I'm talking about, Jay. You keep me on my toes. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Every second Saturday, Carla, uh, and to the listeners, uh, to the EOTM family, which we're streaming live, I'm just excited about this program. Uh, every second Saturday, uh, we, we partnership up with the Fountain of Hope, and uh, we feed people close to maybe six, 800 people every second Saturday. Uh, everything is free. You got people doing free haircuts, uh, free blood pressure check. I mean, it was to the point they was giving away free TVs. Now, it ain't just for the holidays. This is all year round, you know, even weekly. If you need somebody that, that, that is in need of some clothes or a family, uh, is in need of, of some food or anything or whatever, or uh, some mentoring, and it's a Christian base, you know. So uh, we're located uh, at our headquarters, New Order, 829 
Hollywood Road. That's Atlanta, Georgia, 300 and it's amazing. I, I went to my office about a month ago, and I sent a semi-truck pull-up. And I'm going to be honest with you, about two years ago, this ministry was only handing out peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Now they're handing out steaks. I mean, um, bread. I mean, I could go. I mean, everything is being donated. Pesky then came on. I mean, America, uh, United Way. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And once the whole city of Atlanta knows what, what New Order and the Founder Hope is doing every second Saturday, it's going to blow it out the water, you know, because they even, give, they even donate suits to men that's, that need a suit to go do an interview for a job. Correct. You know, so it's amazing. Thank you, Jay, for bringing that up. Uh, I don't know how much oh. time we got left. It's just the fact that uh, I'm just glad that Carla uh, and, and myself and the OT on Radio dot com has came back. We're streaming live. You know, I'm just excited, yeah. and, and, and and there's just a lot of work to do. And thank you being a part yeah. uh, of the solution, Carla, because you you helping out bringing out the the real well, issue nationwide. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing what New Order organization is doing, and um, just to know that there is um, some hope out there for individuals that are are that may feel that there's no hope for them and their family, their situation at the time when it, if it's dealing with a case, a death in the family or whatever. People do need, you know, this kind of help. This um, new order is doing some amazing things. And then what you guys are doing the first, um, that Tuesday of every month is amazing as well because right. these right. are some, some really bad times for a lot of people. Right. In a way, uh, and it, I, as it, well as across the country. Right. I wish, you, you know, we're here in, in our area as well, because, um, you know, something like that would be great because unemployment is ho- horrendous here. There's a lot of families right. that suffer. Um, same things the people in Atlanta are suffering from. So um, my hats are off to you guys. You're doing some great stuff. Keep, you know, keep it up. I and we're happy that. to be able to be here on this and to do whatever we can to be able to put the information out to the people and if you guys are needing to um, contact New Order, definitely they're, they're everywhere. What's your website? Uh, the website is www.nohro.org, or you can send us an email at n1992order at yahoo.com, or you can call us on our 800 number, which is 1-800-346-5138. And, Carl, I told a lot of great things about you. Uh, I told Sean and Jay, the New Order fan, they really don't know who Carly is. Can you kind of explain to us no, uh, what I you do? <laughs> no, I will not. Because you all over. You all over the place, Carly. I mean, you, you interview entertainers and all this and that, so you really got it going on. Well, you know, what we're doing is we're – we're that we're new media. We came from under the new media family, so all of the companies within the digital world, so to speak. And we're a lot. We're the alternative media in a lot of ways when it comes to certain things that are, that aren't getting put on mainstream TVs. Now, of course, you know with this, a lot of the things that are happening in Florida with the, um, you know, to be able to bear arms and what is that law? Um, the law. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. Stand your ground law. We're hearing a lot about that in mainstream media because it's what's, what's big. And what mainstream media does is they definitely follow certain things like this and they put stories, you know, and, and they, they talk about them. And, and it's everywhere. Once, one, once CNN picks it up, 
Fox is picking it up and everybody else, you know, so in a way that's good for the individuals um, kind of sort of. But to me, sometimes that can, that could be a, not as good as well because it's getting certain attention or as the judge or, you know, the different people that are in these positions to, to be able to set the powers that be, whatever it's going to be, you know, they're kind of pushed in a way to, you know, make the person not guilty because it's that nationwide audience. It's just not that local thing anymore. And I think sometimes, you know, when the case is that big, you know, it's, it's not necessarily a great thing for the families involved. And, you know, and I'm talking about the Trayvon Martin case and then the, the, the newer case that happened out there also. You see both of those verdicts. And that you, you know why? Because mainstream media, you know, wouldn't like it if, if, if um, George Zimmerman was found not guilty. It wasn't going right. to, you know, they're not going to take that law away from folks in, in Florida. You know who runs Florida. You know, the boys right. run right. Florida. And, you know, uh, yeah. so they're not going to take that law away, no matter how many black kids get shot. So I think right. some some of the social media is not necessarily, you know, helping our people, so to speak, but it's putting things out on that nationwide platform where, you know, people are, are talking about it. And, and then right. your organizations get involved and, and helping, you know, people that otherwise probably wouldn't have any help. So right. that's my take on it. I know we got to end soon, but if you could play that public enemy song again for me when we end out, that we do, that <laughs> can't trust it. Please sure play that for me. That song gives me hyped up. Shana, Jay, and, and, and Sherry, man, this song, that public enemy, I don't know about I grew up on that. and I know that. And, and, <laughs> I know that song. Yeah, I, know Carly, I already that know the song. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. I do want to... Um, Share with the, with the New Order family that maybe are just tuning in to the EOTM radio, radio family. Um, we've definitely um, been big fans of Gerald E. Rose and everybody within New Order for the past couple of years. You guys are doing some amazing things. And um, I don't know if you guys know this, but just last year, um, Gerald was nominated for an EOTM award. Um, it was our... Um, we ha- we have a-, a series of different types of events that we do on an annual basis, but this was our, our first annual EOTM awards, and EOTM stands for Entrepreneurs on the Move, and he was nominated for the great things that he's doing for New Order. Um, the award was the Aaron Hatcher Humanitarian Award, and we spoke about the Aaron Hatcher case and Ronald Hatcher case a little bit ago. So, um, I mean, unfortunately, he didn't win, but that was – you know, just to be nominated, um, what I understand, I've, I haven't been nominated for an EOTM award, but just to be nominated for awards such as these, it's a big honor. So um, I was so excited when um, we were able to announce that you were nominated for that award. Unfortunately, you didn't win, but there's always 2014. Right, so right, keep the hope right, alive. Right, right. But I definitely, yes, um, yes. yeah, no problem. I wanted you guys to definitely bookmark our award site, which is www.eotmawards.com. Our second annual award show happens November the 2nd, um, 2014, in West Hollywood, California. Our first year, it was amazing because it was, it was a different kind of award show. We were, um, 
encountering entrepreneurs of all facets. So that's what made it different. And then for it to be our first year to have it in Hollywood and get all of the, the celebrities that came out to support it was amazing. Um, some of our highlights and stuff can be found on the website, EOTMAwards.com. And, um, and then also our nominations are, are currently open up until April, so y'all can go. And there's some submission guidelines and rules and things of that sort, but if you feel like somebody's qualified to be nominated, make sure they, you know, they pass all the different criteria, and then just nominate, nominate um, someone deserving. Um, we don't do any kind of – we don't accept self-nominations, but, uh, you know, the individual's um, manager or agent or some, you know, their people could definitely nominate them um, for things, um, you know. Yeah, so definitely check that out, EOTMAwards.com wants to give it out um, to the people. And then also um, this show, Correcting the System of Unequal Justice, we're going to air this twice a month every other Tuesday right here on EOTMRadio.com, 7 p.m. Pacific Time, 10 p.m. Um, Eastern Time. Myself and Daryl will be on. The platform will be all about um, new order and, and human rights and the different cases that are being um, talked about on a nationwide platform today. So it's going to be definitely exciting. Excellent. Okay, I, and uh, I want to tell my Darryl, new order family. Yeah, I want to thank them for being patient. We had a conference call at seven. It's eleven twenty-three, and I got four people from the three people from the, four three four people from the family on the call. I want to thank you all for for calling in, and and again, I want to thank uh, EOTM Radio uh, for doing a great job. And I'm just excited. And um, in two weeks, hopefully, we'll we'll be discussing some stuff, or we'll give an update on the Black and White Gala. You know, yeah, that'd be over with. Hopefully, we get Ron can come out and cover it. I did invite Ron um, right. to the event, and hopefully, he could come out and represent EOTM Radio. What day is that again? It's going to be real. It's going to be real nice, Carla. That'd be something good. Right. Uh, for yeah, some networking. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll get, we'll get with him. Definitely get with Ron. I know he's coming out here for the Oscars. Um, for March second, but um, your event is next weekend, I think. So you'll, yeah, definitely. No, matter fact, it's this that. Saturday. I'm sorry, it's this Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'll well, be glad when it's over with too. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, definitely. I want to really go to the phone line. You got a, another caller that is, that's calling in. Oh man. I don't have time to really screen um, the caller, but I'll just read the the prefix, which is well nine five one two eight seven. I'm going to unmute you if you want to say anything. Um, definitely, um, you are live, 951-287. Can I get your name? Hello, 951-287. Oh, okay, okay. So we have one of um, – okay, so I guess he's just listening. But I definitely wanted to go to the phone line considering you have a slew of folks that are calling, Daryl, and I didn't want to miss anyone. Um <laughs> Because I don't want to be, uh, you know, I, I'm the the culprit a lot of times when it comes to these types of shows, and I'm like, hey, I did warn you, you now because I'm telling you, to get to the point, it's gonna be flooded. You're gonna be like, Jill, I can't take it. <laughs> and this is a night where we don't have our intern, so it's me. I'm okay. wearing like four hats, and girl, just cool and cool and everything, just doing his thing, and well, I'm the one just in, in pulling my hair out. Um, <laughs> 
That's fine. We can we can end tonight. Um, we got plenty more coming up, you know. And I just want to thank you. if you did, couldn't get in tonight. Thank you for listening, you know. So um, again, yeah. I mean, two weeks we're gonna be streaming live again because we cannot. I gotta hear that public enemy, and I don't want you to say we can't oh, hear yeah. public enemy before we leave. So we we are. I gotta hear, gonna my hear song. So, so go ahead and say your final words, Gerald, and we'll end with the song. So go ahead. Well, basically, again, uh, I want to thank uh, to my New Water family. I love you all. Again, uh, please uh, come out to our Black and White Gala on February 22nd at seven at 6 p.m. Uh, for more information, please call Ethel Harris at 678-690-0647. If, you, if your rights are being violated, if you want to be a part of the Outreach Youth Department, please call 1-800-346-5138. Because no one's going to save our children for us. But us. All okay. right. Good. Excellent. Good night, everybody. Here come, here come my song, Good night. y'all. Good night. 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 Good that was a good one too, though, Carla. Right. Yeah, sure was. <laughs> I like that one. That was a good one too, though, Carla. Right. Yeah, sure was. I like that one. That was a good one too, though, Carla. Right. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Fine.